Okay, we're recording. This is a new thing, new podcast. I actually decided to do a podcast literally five minutes ago on a whim because it's almost like talking to a diary except people might listen. So if you're listening, cool. You know, that's that's cool or whatever. Today, we'll be talking about corona and how it's all affecting us because I know it is. I, I 100% know it's affecting you in some sort of way. Almost... Unless you're, like, famous, then it's, like, barely affecting you. Whatever. More specifically, on your mental health, I know it's taken a toll on a lot of teenagers. Because it's hard. It's hard, especially for people who have dealt with mental health struggles in the past or have a toxic home life. Or really anything. We'll touch upon everything. So let's start. I'll start by saying I struggle with a lot of mental stuff. All kinds of stuff. And Corona has been hard for me because I have a problem with germs. Big problem with germs that when school started this year, well last year I guess you could say, I'm going to be a junior this coming fall, but um, the beginning of my sophomore year. The the summer before my sophomore year, I've had issues with, I don't know, like throwing up, getting sick, stuff like that in general. And it kind of made me a bit of a germaphobe. So my incoming sophomore year, every time I'd come home from school, I'd wash my arms, my face, my hands. I'd literally wash my phone under the sink with soap and water that's not good for your phone i 100% don't recommend it use wipes or something like that but i didn't have it at the time and i was really crazy and i didn't want to touch my backpack because i know i had germs on it and during school i was kind of like a wacko and i would not let anyone share my food with me share water bottles forks none of that Mm -mm. the bathrooms ugh No, don't even get me started on the bathrooms in my school. If you're from my school and you recognize my voice, girl, you know how bad the bathrooms are. I don't know. Like, my school is 9, no, not 9, 10, 11, and 12th grade. And they don't know how to flush the toilet still. But anyways, besides the point, Corona has made my germ issue that, that much worse. And it's not fun because I'm just paranoid all the time now. And I I know that everyone is, but the average person is worried. So imagine how crazy I am right now. But not just with germs. Like, being home is so, like, bad for your mental, especially because you can't go and see your friends. Not that I even have any. But, I mean, before Corona, I did have a couple friends. Now I really don't. But whatever. I'm working on it. But it's just hard because, you know, both of my parents still work through it all. Well, actually, my dad's unemployed. But my mom my mom's works in medical. Not necessarily a frontline worker. Still medical, though. Plus, she's a surgical tech and works in plastics. So it's not that serious, but it's still medical. So she still works elective surgery and it's hard 
them not being home and also being home alone with my siblings who don't even talk to me, that's hard in itself. And I know a lot of people whose parents are frontline workers, and that's hard. And people's parents who are unemployed and affects their financial situation so hard for really everybody. And my heart goes out to all you people struggling right now. Back on mental health. Being home, just in general, can make you depressed. You have nothing to do. There's so many things going on around the world that you just can't ignore. And it takes a toll on you mentally, and it can make your mental illness worse. It can make you suicidal. It's really sad to think about all the people going through it. Yeah. It's, It's sad. But anyways... Next topic for Corona, I have notes, (laughs) I swear, is money issues, which I I talked about a little earlier, but so many people are losing their jobs, we're literally in like a depression, not that our president really cares, but yeah, our country's not doing well financially, if you haven't noticed, and it just seems like Our government is not helping the people who have a lack of resources, food, homes. And it's upsetting to see. And a lot of people are losing their jobs. Even people that were well off before. And people who were struggling to make ends meet and also lost their job. It's like awful. And that's why it's annoying seeing celebrities kind of talk about how the Rona affected them. Like, dude, your mansion's the size of a town, and you have people doing everything for you. You don't even, like, have to go to the grocery store, and you're not going to have to deal with money issues. So you should really stop trying to act like you understand what the average Joe is going through. And don't get me started on the mask situation. Please, just wear a goddamn mask. Like, these trumpets out here being like, ooh, it's like, taking away my rights whatever whatever kind of crap they're spewing out that week I just wish that our country would be able to handle or at least contain a virus like a little bit kind of like the other countries did all the other countries be laughing at us like dude speaking of other countries laughing at us Our president, okay, if you're a trumpet, you can leave. But our president is, I don't know, he's like the dumbest person I've ever heard or seen in my life. And his followers are even dumber. Actually, they're both equally dumb. And to hear the things that come out of his mouth make me want to rip my hair out. Right, Belle? Belle's my cat. (laughs) She's here for emotional support. You know, another thing, another issue that I'd like to talk upon is the Black Lives Matter movement. And I don't know why so many people are against it. Like, it's not, it's so simple. Black Lives Matter, that's all it is. People who say all lives matter just don't, they can't comprehend in their small little pea brain that we're not saying that your life doesn't matter. We're saying that people have been not caring about black lives 
for so long and now we're saying that black lives do need to matter too so get the all lives matter crap out of here please okay and it's been a the rona the this time 2020 we'll just call it 2020 has been a time where we need to bring up these issues and we need to make change change and stuff like law enforcement which i don't even want to get into not not this episode and it's really disgusting to see people who don't agree because they're basically saying that they don't care i don't even know what i'm talking about i should have wrote down more notes but it's simple black lives matter we need we need change we need it now i have to get political what's well, not even political it's like do you care about people yes or no obviously trumpets don't whatever <laughs> i'm so bad at this there's so many awkward pauses but that's just how people are in real life <laughs> Um, a coping mechanism for corona that I have... Well, that topic changed, like, so quickly. I'm sorry. I'm literally... My brain is, like, scrambled. But another thing that's helped with corona help me cope is TikTok. Now, if you're listening to this, you probably already have it downloaded. It's literally... Like, I love it. Like, there's bad parts, but a lot of it's good. And a lot of it just makes you forget about all the problems in your life. Which is, I guess is good to a, a, an extent. It puts you in other people's worlds. And for someone who has a short attention span like me, a 15 second or 60 second video is really great. And you just get to keep scrolling and scrolling and scrolling and scrolling. And you find new people on it every day. I wish I could get some friends on there. I wish I could blow up on the app. Anyway, that'd be fun. And there's like new trends on tiktok like the euphoria trend well you know they do the the makeup and the 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 music it's all amazing i watched euphoria it was a little difficult for me to watch it brought up a lot of issues that i had been thinking about in my brain and it forced me to kind of deal with them but then like i watched the first two episodes and i had to stop because it was heavy and then one night i literally just watched all the rest of the six episodes and it was great but i had a panic attack after watching it but now i just rewatch it and i love it i actually just got um the glitter that they used in euphoria from lemonhead in the mail today because i bought it because i'm crazy like that and i actually have it on right now (laughs) and it makes me happy because i love glitter and i love makeup and i love that you use it to express yourself feel like i'm rambling i just i can't stay on one topic for too long or i just i forget what to say there's so much i want to say i should have made notes i guess i'll work on that but anyway i love zendaya if there was one thing that made me question my sexuality the most was euphoria i mean come on that cast is literally all they're all gorgeous amazing like Love Jacob Elordi, love Zendaya, I love Zendaya. 
Zendaya, I know, I know you're not supposed to, like, look up to celebrities that much or idolize them because a lot of people are like, you know, if you idolize a celebrity and then something bad comes out, like, you can't expect, like, a celebrity to be, like, you know, the image you have of them. But, like, I really think that Zendaya's a good person, like, from the stuff that I've seen and heard. And not to mind it, she's, like, multi-talented. Is that a word? Like, she could sing. She could dance. She can act. She's pretty. She's smart. She's a kind person. Like, girl's got it all. Oh, my God. If I could sing. If I could sing. Oh, my God. Dude, I sound completely tone deaf, if I, but if I didn't, I'd literally, I would not stop singing all day. I'd be the most annoying person. I'd be a theater kid if I could sing. I love, I'm such a nut for theater. Like, I watched the show Glee, which I know a lot of people have been re-watching during quarantine. I never stopped. I started watching Glee when I was, like, what, in second grade? Which is, like, not good, because it's not a show that second graders should be watching. But I watched it with, like, my childhood best friend, and we really got into it. And I became a Gleek. Is that what they call it? That's so gross. But anyways... I was, like, a glee stan, whatever you want to call it. I hate the word stan because it makes you seem like you're crazy, but, like, I kind of was. And I was obsessed with it for the longest time. And in in sixth grade, for my 12th or 13th, I think I was 2012, for my 12th birthday, I had a birthday in the park, which, like, no one came to, which was kind of sad, but I was still happy because I got a glee cake. You know, the logo with the L on the forehead and the, the glee. Yeah, I had that on a cake. And it, it was I was so happy. I have pictures of it. And then after that, after, like, I turned 13, my glee face kind of, like, went out. I started, you know, doing other stuff, watching Friends. I know people hate on people who watch Friends, but I like it. It's like a comfort show for me, especially because... I don't know. It just reminds me of, you know, happy times. Anyways, what was I talking about? Oh, yeah, being a Gleek. Then, um, ninth grade it was, last year. I rewatched it. Like, rewatched the whole thing. Season five and six. Yep, those two. And my Glee obsession kind of resurged. Is that a word? I don't know. I need, like, a dictionary next to me. And... Um, what was I gonna say? I'm sorry, my my brain, it's literally 11.43pm right now. My brain is fried. Um, I would listen to the Glee soundtrack in my headphones during school, and I'd be so embarrassed. Like, I was hoping that no one would see what I was listening to, because if anyone saw me listening to the Glee version of Smooth Criminal, I would not hear the end of it, and I am so afraid of getting bullied. I mean, I used to be so concerned with stuff like popularity and, like, what other people think of you. But, like, over quarantine, I realized that, like, I really don't care. And I hate everyone in my school. If you're in front of my school, I'm sorry, but I hate you. They all are mean. They all have the wrong priorities. They're all kind of nasty and petty. I've decided that I am my own person. Anyways. What was I talking about? (laughs) Anyways. So, my Glee obsession hasn't faded i rewatched again during quarantine i guess so did everyone and now that more people are watching it i feel like i don't feel as weird for watching it now 
Because a couple of my friends actually do now. What friends? <laughs> um, I, there's a couple songs in Glee that are better than the original. I'm not going to say which one because I don't want to get yelled at by some stan. But, yeah. Speaking of stan, two things about stan. Stan, the, the term was coined because of the Eminem song Stan. If you haven't listened to it, go listen to it. Great song. I love Eminem. Second thing. Ugh, I hear my other dog coming. Second thing about Stan. I am a... What do you call it? Classic rock Stan. Ugh. Oh, my throat just did a funny thing. It's a... It's a weird thing, I know. But... Also, last year when I was going through it. We'll talk about that later. Um... I discovered my obsession with rock music, especially the bands Queen and the Beatles. And I know that's like... Anyways, I had to pause it for a second because I thought someone was coming to my room. But anyways, I discovered my love for Queen and I was obsessed with it. And then I became obsessed with the Beatles and I'm obsessed with both of them. And if you talk to anyone in my school, that you know that'll come up because everyone knows that I am obsessed with them and I know that the Beatles are popular whatever and like they're all white and it's old and John Lennon was literally a wife beater and I've realized that now and I've kind of stopped listening to them a little bit like I'm trying to appreciate like more like Paul McCartney and George Harrison because I know that Ringo also beat his wife which is like not good and this is why you should not idolize celebrities but i did for a little bit before when i was like ignorant In- i cannot talk jesus okay ignorant there we go but queen queen is a little easier to stand i guess you would say that's such a gross word and i've also been listening to nirvana through the mac you know some indie groups because like I'm quirky and all that (laughs) gross I literally have vines in my room I'm basic I'm basic very basic but anyways I don't even remember what I was talking about I don't know what the point I was trying to make I really need to write down notes I need a script for myself because otherwise I'm gonna ramble and say something that I probably shouldn't right now i'm in my room laying on my bed and right next to my bed there's a window that has a little ledge on it and on that ledge i have one two three four five six seven eight nine ten eleven pints of ben and jerry's ice cream that i finished cleaned out and propped up on my little counterpiece in a cup stack formation why did i do that i don't remember does it show you how much ice cream i've eaten no because i've definitely eaten more than that i actually have ben and jerry's in the freezer right now which i'm actually gonna get later because i just thought about it and i'm getting excited 
As you can see, I really love ice cream. Ice cream's a great way to cope with corona. You know why? Because it's so yummy. And I've tried to go vegan. But like, I, I never actually actively tried, but I've thought about it. And the reason I can't is because I love ice cream too much. And I don't know what you're thinking. Dude, there's vegan ice cream. And I'm like, yeah, but is it as good as regular ice cream? No. And I'm vegetarian. And a lot of meat substitutes that I have are just as good. If not better. But ice cream is just something that you can't replicate. I'm sorry. Speaking of veganism... Okay, I love vegans. I love vegetarians, I love pescatarians, meat eaters, whatever have you. Is that the phrase? I don't know. But there's some vegans that are, like, awful. And I'm not going to push anyone to become a vegetarian or a vegan. Because it's not my life. I know that it's better for the environment, and you should definitely, like, cut down on the amount of meat that you do eat. But, like... Don't try and force your whatever beliefs onto other people. Because being vegan slash vegetarian, let's just say non-meat eater. Being a non-meat eater is, no, that's not the right word. But anyways, doing having dietary restrictions is not the most affordable thing ever. And I know that people can't afford to get all these expensive vegan options these vegan nuggets vegan burgers and sausages they're expensive and it all adds up and when people try and force it and make you seem like a bad person because you are not vegan it's kind of like dude what are you like what are you even doing just mean you know who's a vegan lizzo i love watching her her vegan TikToks are so calming. And the, the food, all the food looks so good. I don't get people who bash on Lizzo. It's kind of mean. Like, can we leave body shaming back in, back in the, the early 2000s? Like, come on, people. Love, love yourself. Love others. Stop trying to force your insecurities onto other people. Come on. Be yourself, be yourself. Yeah, one time I was crying about my weight, and that's when my brother started singing to me. Didn't make me feel better, but it was kind of funny. That's another thing that quarantine has kind of brought upon me. My relationship with food. Almost, it's like at a really bad place right now. Which is like not an easy thing to admit to yourself. And to anyone who's watching this. But I see TikTok. TikTok can be sometimes a little toxic. Because a lot of them are like glorifying eating disorders. Which is not a good thing. And seeing the TikToks have like been a little triggering. And the competitiveness with eating disorders is like really disgusting to see. And over quarantine my relationship with food has kind of tarnished like some days I won't eat and some days I'll binge and it's it's a really vicious cycle that I'm trying to break but it's hard and 
you know, it's hard. And I'm not going to say that it's not. But, you know, eating disorders are not something that should be glamorized. And I see it way too often. And there's way too many impressionable little kids and teenagers on that app. That it's, like, harmful. But, yeah. But anyways, I think I'm going to go now. Because I, I can't think of anything to talk about. I'm, I'm racking my brain and there's nothing. There's nothing in there. So I guess I'll see you next time. Maybe if this does well. <laughs> and if you're seeing this from my school, just click off. You're not going to want to be here. You don't want to listen to me talk for 20 minutes. I, don't, I actually don't know how long this is. I made a couple clips. But yeah, whatever. Um, I hope you have a good day, night, evening, afternoon, midnight, um, wherever you are. I hope you enjoyed me talking and rambling. Be here next week, and I'll be talking about whatever I make up. Peace out.